What's up and welcome to episode 14 of With Their Forces Combined. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. With Alex Karakatsanis as your DM. And Andrew Karakatsanis playing Bubba Porkchop. Corey Gray playing Dumplum Tuscanza. And Tom Rideout as Quappington Smith. God damn it, as I was saying. Last week, the fellas met Bach, a friendly goblin. He took them through his hometown, where Plompington drew up a contract to try and get him to work at the forge. They then proceeded onwards and found and fought a hook horror, killing it and attempting to long rest in its nest. You guys don't get to perform a full long rest because in the middle of the night, Dumplump is poked awake by a small stick. Performance anxiety. <laughs> what? I'm more worried about the baby hook horror. You said you guys don't have. You guys. You said you guys don't get to perform uh, a. Long I thought you were talking about the stick, and I was like, no, no, no. I thought it was the, the small the stick. It's hard. It's yeah, poking. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I said that before the small stick came in. Anyway, all right. It's like I'll psych it out with a little bit of reverse psychology classic. Okay, so you get poked awake, dump up. All right, I'm gonna roll over. Uh, hello, <laughs> and standing in front of you is another small goblin. Is he wearing, like, clothing or, like, uniform from the tribe that we know? No, he's wearing particularly different clothing. Who are you? I'll say in common. I am Lorenz. Well, hi, Lorenz. Uh, I was trying to sleep. I just wanted to make sure you're not dead. I'm very much alive, thank you. Oh, good. Uh, well, then I guess this is awkward because we were planning on eating you. <laughs> That's, I, I don't taste very good, I don't think. My cousins here could probably attest to that. But have you ever tried to eat yourself? Oh, yeah, there, there's not much food to come by in the jungle, I, I must say. <laughs> I didn't mean to make it that sexual. I hope no one else interpreted it <laughs> that way. Um, hey, on the subject of things we can eat... Um, this hook horror corpse over here, can we eat this? Uh, yeah, I'm finished with it. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Okay, we will take that back to our tribe. Thank you very much. Uh, in case I do get hungry, where, where could I find you guys? Oh, we're just right down the path. The, you, you know, when you leave this cave to the right. Uh, just down the path there and you'll find us where there's only one way. But don't go okay. left. Those, those dickheads on the left, they're, uh... They're dickheads. Oh, what did they do? Why are they dickheads? Oh, their king stole our king's... Their king stole our king's helm, the helm of Kureds. And, uh, you know, uh, we ended up getting it back, but it doesn't, you know, uh, two wrongs don't make a not dickhead. He's... They're uh, (laughs) fucking dickheads. Oh, yeah, I've heard that very common (laughs) saying before. All right, well, you, you promise yes, you I, won't eat I, I, any I, of us over the, through the night? Oh, we don't eat the living. That would be ridiculous. We just eat anything that's dead that won't put up a fight. Uh, preferably a little bit rotting, maybe some maggots. Perfect. Well, I, I think this one's fresh, but maybe you guys can make do. Anyway, nice meeting you, Lorenz. Okay, nice to meet you too. Uh, I didn't catch your name. Do I give him my real name? <laughs> or Sebastian. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah I'm, Se- I'm Sebastian Nice to meet you Sebastian Alright I'll be getting back to sleep now Alright well uh, Like I said come find me in, in our little village If you want to hang out Some more and I probably Won't eat you there either I appreciate it thank you 
and, and I, I roll back over to try and get some more sleep. Okay, yeah, you uh, you hear them leave, and you guys roll back, or sorry, Dumplump rolls back over and falls asleep. You guys get a full long rest. Cool. Oh, thank goodness. I really needed that so badly. Woo! Otherwise, yeah. I guess in, in the morning when uh, when we're all waking up, I'll mention, uh, oh, hey guys, in, in the night, uh, one of those uh, dickhead tribe goblins woke me up. But they seem like kind of friendly, so maybe we don't screw with them too much. I have no problem with that. I don't, I don't see a need to go picking any fights with any goblins. As they say, you know, the enemy of, me, enemy of my friend is not my enemy if I walk around him. Yes, it seems we might be, um, doing a wrong, and you know what they say, two wrongs don't make not Are a dickhead. Jim Withers no, things? Jim Withers actually was never, a, he was never a fan of that saying for whatever reason, but it was still a common <laughs> saying in our, in our village. <laughs> Jim Withers used to always say that it didn't make any sense. He would always point out, you know, two wrongs make everyone a dickhead except me. That was what Jim Withers always said. <laughs> Two wrongs means they fucked me twice. Was was his saying? <laughs> well, um, that's interesting. Is it? Do you guys suppose it's odd that everything in this mountain comes in twos? What about that? I mean, it's called. Tw- I, I mean, it's called Twin Mountain. No, what about me? Says Clarence, leaning up against the wall. And what about that that dragon daughter lady? Right, but the name doesn't necessarily accept her. Right, that's that's what's worrying me. So you're suggesting we should have killed her to bring balance to the mountain? I don't know. It seems excessive, but I ponder it anyways. <laughs> I don't know. Just something I've noticed. Yes. Well, there, there was only one. Well, shall we press too. on? See, plenty of things came in ones. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, some, as Jim Withers used to say, some things come in ones and some things come in twos. Sometimes threes, even. Rarely fours, though. Rarely fours. <laughs> Calm down, Dr. Selephantuse. Nice. That's all I got. <laughs> um, so <laughs> shall we press on? Uh, yeah, and I'll and I'll like point out to them where where that tribe is, so we can like either avoid them or just like keep an eye out on them. Well, that's the way we had to walk to I'm go sure uh, all right. go yes. continue on this map, right? Oh, and oh, I'm gonna. Recall. I'm gonna roll my uh, portent rolls also. <laughs> I never got to use my my one. That's so upsetting. Five and a fifteen. Yeah, just for the record, you know, based on the map that you have, that there Still. seems to be only one path to the treasure pile or treasure mountain, as the goblins have called it, and it does seem to lead to the goblin right. tribe that you just talked to, Dumplum. And that's that's what mm-hmm. Bach told us last week, also. Yes. <laughs> um, or yesterday, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get going. I'll folks. go first. It's fine. But yeah, I'll leave first. If you, uh, do, 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 if you have your lance out, I'm willing to go first. I feel like that's our good so, Me, me in front. So, me with the lance. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of adorable. Yeah, I like it. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> me holding up. The I love rear. that. That just didn't mention Bubba at all. <laughs> it's implied. It's implied. <laughs> Bringing up the rear. Uh, yeah, okay, so you guys um, walk down the tunnel, and as you progress closer to the X on your map, which I'm assuming you're still following, is that correct? Yes. Uh, you start to notice the tunnel getting wider and wider, and up ahead of you, in the, I'm assuming you guys have lit a torch? Yeah, probably. We had yes. one before, so I think we would have lit one today as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, about a hundred feet from you guys, you do see some shadows, two shadows, standing guard, uh, or, you know, just standing there in the tunnel. 
Guys, I think this so, is probably um, the, the town guard. Yeah. I, is that your friend? I, I think I'd need to get a little closer if I could to see if I could recognize him. Let's go introduce ourselves. Why do you, why don't you just call out? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, Lorenz, is that you? No, Lorenz here, friend. He called us a friend. I think Sounds we should keep good going. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep going down the path. Yeah, so as you approach, you notice two goblins uh, standing guard at a door, which, yeah, at a closed door. Hello, goblin friends. I say goblin. Is is that in the way, like, is that in the way of our path, or it's like a side offshoot? Uh, no, it's in the way of the path. Okay. Plumpington? Yeah, I said hello. Hello, my friend. Uh, it is good to hear a voice that is not uh, high and squeaky like uh, those dickhead goblins that live down the lane. <laughs> Wait, this guy, sorry, I thought this guy, I misheard you. Is this guy not a goblin? Yeah, he is. He's talking about the other tribe. Oh, I see. Okay, I understand. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, the way he said it made me think, like, he had a deeper voice. I thought maybe he wasn't a goblin. Oh, sorry. I get get it now. No, no, no. No worries. Uh, We were just uh, looking to pass through. Oh, well, uh, are you the great champions that have killed this hook horror? Why, yes, and I, I motion specifically oh, to uh, why, motion yes. specifically to Dumplump because I think he's wearing the beak, in fact, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I strapped his beak onto my short staff. Yeah. Quarter staff. So I point, like, directly at the beak. Yep, that would be us. Magnificent. That hook horror and his brother have been giving us much trouble. Well, we, ha- um, we haven't run into his brother. I do must- like a triumphant dance. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I just say it like, see, I told you, <laughs> but like with my dance. <laughs> uh, yes, his brother lives on the other side of our cave. Uh, I mean, it's possible that because we took this cave, that that's the reason they're both uh, pretty shitty to us, but... Uh, we choose to ignore that fact largely. Uh, maybe they just want to be reunited, but I'm not trying to put thoughts in, in your head. Uh, I, this is just kind of what happened. Well, I guess there's only one way to reunite them now. <laughs> but the... <laughs> but the but the original point I was trying to make was we must throw you a feast. You have killed... 50% of our uh, <laughs> current problems. Oh, well, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, on the other Maybe hand... we could have the feast on the way back. Why don't we solve the other 50% of your problem, and as my cousin have, says, feast on the way back. twice the size for twice the work. I mean, uh, our king will insist that we throw a feast for you. Uh, seriously, you have done us a, a very good favor. Won't you dine with us? This is, uh, we have great food. <laughs> uh, I'm going to roll an insight check. Sure. Because I, I, I am very skeptical based on what my cousin told me yesterday. I, I am not going to roll an insight check. <laughs> that they, they, they eat maggots. Oh, that's a good point, though. <laughs> but not only am I not going to roll an insight check, I'm going to say, uh, but friend, have you not heard the, the wisest of sayings? That is, uh, Two berries in the trunk is worth... No, wait, how does it go? Two berries in the bush is worth more than one berry in the trunk if your trunk is very quick (laughs) and agile. I unfortunately have never heard that thing, but I like it quite a bit. I rolled an 11. Uh, Yeah, you don't seem to see any problem with that. Uh, You know, you think he's being genuine. Uh, And in fact, he follows it up by saying... Our friend Lorenz has come back last night and and he has told us uh, of your uh, quests and your, uh, sorry, of your killing. And uh, we prepared the, the hook horror leg specifically for you. Wait, aren't we vegetarians? How are we going to break the news mm-hmm. to him? Well, um, we're very flattered, but the only problem you see, despite our great big tusks. These are not actually for, uh, well, they're not meat-eating teeth, you see. We we eat plants 
Lots and lots of peanuts. Legumes. No meat? Yes. <laughs> uh, my mouth waters when uh, plump. And in fact, I snack on a couple because I mean. Wait, you guys don't eat meat? This seems. That's right. Nope. This seems absurd. What do you think we are, hippo people? This seems absurd, but of course we can accommodate. There are plenty of cave mushrooms to go around. <laughs> Dumplump has flashbacks Excellent. to when he killed the chimera <laughs> immediately after eating a bunch of cave mushrooms. <laughs> I don't know about this, guys. Do you whisper to us that that's that that's maybe that's the secret? Maybe that's how you killed the chimera the first time, <laughs> guided by the, the cave mushrooms. I'm a little skeptical about this, guys. Well, anyways, uh, it's just a polite offer. I'm not here to insist. Uh, however, one of the greatest goblin thinking minds, uh, the great philosopher Socrates, is uh, is here in our presence today. Uh, so we thought we'd do kind of a combined uh, hero's feast plus philosopher king uh, feast. Hmm. You said king? Sounds quite nice. Well, uh, you know, he's just a, a very good philosopher. He's not like a king, but he's... Yes. I understand. A metaphorical king, I see. I'll just scratch that out of my notes here. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot to tell you. I thought Sacrates. it was kind of weird that you were meticulously taking notes well, about the things uh, that I said. <laughs> um, there's, like, no way we've I... heard of Socrates, right? Uh... Everyone roll history. Oh, Ooh, I think that's I a nat 20. History, actually. <laughs> that's <gasps> an 11, though. <laughs> oh, man. Corey beat me. <laughs> I got a t- I've got I a took history nat 20. Forgets, but apparently, <laughs> apparently, Plompington forgets a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Dumplump and Bubba, you guys remember Jim Withers talking about the great goblin philosopher Sacrotes and Plumpington you are disappointed in yourself that you've forgotten something that's fair well I guess you wouldn't know so you're not <laughs> you're not disappointed yeah no if anything I don't believe this is real but Jim Withers' spirit is disappointed well, in you man you know what though <laughs> given the Jim Withers Jim Withers probably thought this guy was a hack given the Jim Withers was kind of dumb so 100%. if anything like that's why Plumbin doesn't remember he was just like oh that that hack Jim Withers never cared for I don't never committed him to my memory yeah that's that's exactly what it is <laughs> for the record and and i always i always held out a little bit of like but he made yeah, some good you points. were always the one going like no he's, he's fucking wrong man this, this philosopher man, he's clearly in the right jim withers well, just punched see. a let's, baby let's, how could you let's be see on what he side? tells us later <laughs> Let's see what let's see what uh, Socrates well, well, does. He was later. fighting two babies at once. Let's be real. <laughs> to be fair, one baby was trying to steal the other baby's candy. So if anything, Jim Withers was the mediator in that scenario. He was the man was a hero, and they, they <laughs> and they took up yeah. a fight with him. That lady really, so. fought the law, and Jim Withers won. Oh man, uh, yeah. So uh, philosopher feast. Philosopher slash hero feast. You guys remember the great philosopher Sacrotes? I'm bad. I I don't think I can pass an opportunity to to meet with Sacrotes. Plus, free mushroom would, buffet. Would you guys be okay if we did that? Yeah, Plumbidge's totally on board for the record. Like he's he's into this guy. Yeah, I suppose nothing too us. bad happened last bad. time I ate mushrooms. So, thank you. And we'll keep an eye on you. Maybe we'll even kill another monster. Well, this is excellent news, my friends. Please, please, come come into our village. Uh, and he beckons for the doors to be opened, which are opened by the other guard. And the other guard kind of looks at him like, <laughs> dude, you could have helped me open these doors. Um, uh, and then you guys walk in to see a smaller village than the previous goblin warren. I guess it's another warren, not a village. Uh, but you do notice in the middle of the town, there is an open area where there seems to be a large, similar to the hook horror's nest with like roots and, and mushrooms and sort of a 
Sorry, what, what the fuck am I trying to say here? It's a nest, but made out of things you'd find in a cave. Okay, that sums it up pretty well. Uh, as well as a crowd gathered around one small, very old-looking goblin. That, that's got to be him. Uh, and I I run up. I follow at a distance. Yeah, I, like 10 I'm walking with Blobbington for sure. No problem. The... So you guys obviously have noticed that you're about twice the size of the goblins at the mm-hmm. door. And I about, assume we're, we're ducking a bit. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the cavern is, is large for them, but it is kind of tight to the top of your heads. Yeah, I think I'm like, didn't I say I was like 6'5 or something? Can we go into like, can we go into like on all fours? Is that something that, that we can do or is that like not? I think it would be as uncomfortable as it is as like, for like a human okay. to do that. Plus, so we're like, pretty clumsy. We might just topple over. <laughs> yeah, you could in <laughs> theory. Bo, 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 like, bo, like when bo, Winnie the Pooh bo, bo, does those, bo, like, bo. You know, when he like sits and then fully flops <laughs> over. Like I feel like that would be Ploppington if mm-hmm, I tried to mm-hmm. crawl on all fours. That's fucking Excellent. adorable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> blum 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 blum. <laughs> Have for lumps and oozes. <laughs> I mean, it had to be said, I, I personally think. <laughs> Anyways. Fair, fair. <laughs> Bubba, as you uh, kind of approach the crowd, they obviously take notice of you because you're fucking twice as tall as everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. Sacroti stops in the middle of his speech and says, Ah, oh, we have a large friend in here. <laughs> uh, and I look around for the large friend. <laughs> Oh, you... Oh. You must be these heroes that I've heard of that that killed the, the creature that plagued this mountain. I trumpet. I don't... <laughs> it's a heroic trumpet. Such a mighty trumpet. <laughs> I don't know... Uh, I don't know if heroes is the right word. And I blush and, like, kind of kick my foot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're efficient for another that's fucking adorable, but that's fucking adorable. It is. It really, really <laughs> was, though. <laughs> um, oh, my tall friends, I I was just debating a, a topic that has been a philosopher's conundrum since the beginning of time. I was wondering if any of you could shed some light on this. And now be, bear in mind, this is this isn't a joke. Because it sounds like the setup of a joke. <laughs> I was waiting for the punchline. What do you call an Etten that gets his head chopped off? <laughs> oh I've never God. known. It's the question I've been asking ever since I met an Etten, like 36 <laughs> hours ago. Yes, that Etten. Um, I'd call it a ton. <laughs> If you chop off its head, you get rid of the first letter. So it's a ton. I mean, it would be a tin then, not to be nitpicky, <laughs> but... Well, it depends on how you Just spell to it. get in front of the haters, you know. <laughs> how many haters do you have down here? Oh, there's plenty Just of Bill. Them. I still have I... no idea if it survives or not. I, I have no concept of it. Whether an Etten needs both heads to survive. Well, I personally call it an ogre, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. <sighs> I give my two cousins a look, it's just like <laughs> a hint of I told you so in my eyes. <laughs> you could be wrong. He's doing just the dance. Like Jim wrong. Withers said. <laughs> is are they like setting up for the feast now, or is this like a we gotta hang out for a couple hours feast? Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, man, uh, you can't just show up to some dude's piece. house and take his mushrooms <laughs> and just leave. <laughs> dude, it's literally a hero's feast for us. I, like, if I could show up to, like, for instance. Um, yeah, uh, no, for the record, anyway. they didn't know that you were going to come. So everyone's just sort of uh, standing around Sakurotis and uh, listening to him kind of, you know, diatribe. That makes sense. If anything, it'd be suspicious if they had the feast ready, because it'd be like, what kind mm-hmm. of what kind of plot are they wheeling us into? Well, except for that, they stole this hook horror explicitly to eat, so like it kind of would make sense if they were preparing it. That's a good point. 
no. they need to get the, the mushrooms for us. That's true. Now, you guys must have come past the half-dragon Quizgar. Why, yes. She tried to sabotage our expedition. A real oh, wily my one. Goodness. Yes, she is. Uh, she is wily. She's. She's been living in this cave a long time. Is that right? How do you know Quizgar? Well, I often frequent these two goblin tribes uh, to help see if I can get them to make peace with each other. For I find their their fights menial and frankly a little bit boring. And I, I think they they should set aside their differences and come together. I mean, we it's agree. as if they're two lowly one-headed ogres, and we need them to come in to be a a, a strong two-headed Etten. <laughs> Who provides minerals for a strong, good, hard-working <laughs> operation? <laughs> now that is an interesting question you have posed, my young friend. What happens when two ogres are smashed together? What do you call that? Economy of scale, <laughs> says Plompington confidently. <laughs> I must ponder this. In the meantime, I uh, wonder if they could prepare this feast. And you immediately see the six goblins standing around rush to uh, away from the town center. <laughs> and this guy's kind of a two wrongs, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Or I guess two rights. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the goblins disappear out of sight. Uh, and Socrates. <laughs> whoops. And Sacrotes. <laughs> <laughs> um, strokes his beard. <laughs> like, that's your fault. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. Maybe put like 30 more seconds into the name. Um, <laughs> I thought it'd be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, strokes his beard and wanders off to ponder what happens when two ogres get smashed together. Man. I'm not gonna lie, it's way funnier when he has a beard. I don't know how I missed that the first time. <laughs> just this like white beard on him. Just a- man, I uh, I just <laughs> he was way cooler in the stories. <laughs> oh, you're just being biased against poor old Jim Withers. Um, if you guys are just hanging around, then after a while, the or after yeah. like 15 minutes or so, the goblins would have come back with all the preparations for the feast, including the hook horror that they've kind of chopped up, and they set a nice big fire in the middle of the city, uh, in the middle of the town, or Warren, I should say, and start cooking the hook horror on it. As well, uh, you see multiple goblins come with bagfuls of mushrooms that they deposit onto a sort of cloth that they've laid out. And Sacrotes wanders back from uh, his musings and comes and sits down by the fire. Uh, I'll, I'll join him. I have decided that you call them an Etten. That's what you call two ogres that get smashed together. But then by that logic, you call them an ogre the other way? Yes. I, I believe that's what I said. Ah, I was not listening earlier. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba, isn't this guy supposed to be your hero? <laughs> I lost interest quickly, dumb plump. When is this food going to get here? God damn, I'm starving. I, know, I, start, right? I start admiring him again. <laughs> Would you like some peanuts? Now, of course I would. Yes, thank you very much. And he takes some peanuts for you and munches on them. Now, I will tell you, because I'm sure these goblins have not told you, that their leader will come back eventually, and he is not one to trifle with. Especially if you're not a goblin weird that they would just have a feast for three non-goblins then 
Oh, he's a he's a cop. He's a cop. Oh, we're us three. I got now. It. <laughs> you see, their leader thinks that he can deal with the two hook horrors that war on either side of his town, but in reality, he can't. And he's a lot bigger than these goblins, and they don't want to anger him. Um. Do so. The goblin king or Warren. Um, had a king as well. Did we see that king? No. I don't think so. We you just sent him okay. a message. We sent him a message, that's it. Saying okay. he could sell us minerals. The Yeah, the original one from Goblin Tribe number one, if you will. Yeah. That's correct. Did we get a name for them or no? No. I don't think so. Okay, okay. Just sorry. Keep, let's keep going. You did get a name for this king, though. Okay. The other um, Bach called him the Foul King. Oh, but I assume he probably doesn't like being called that to his face, I would think. Right. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> we probably shouldn't call him the foul king, I whispered to my two cousins. <laughs> Very astute. Attack so, so I, I guess, sorry, I guess I'll ask uh, Sacrotes <laughs> at this point. Uh, well, if, he, if he's a lot bigger than these goblins, then what does he look like? Is he also, is he also a goblin or is he something else? Well, no, he is indeed something else. He is much, much larger. He's uh, about the size of you, actually. And he looks more or less like a goblin, just just a lot bigger. He's, like, pretty shredded. Like me. Like, kind of... <laughs> right. Roll, um, roll inside. That's a ten. <laughs> hey. Yeah, he's lying. Um, but these guys said that if if the king found out that we slayed him, that that he would insist to throw a feast for us. So, does, is that not true? It's complicated. He he wants the problem to be dealt with, but he sort of wants to deal with it himself. They may have been exaggerating just a touch. So, do you think we should leave? I think if he comes back, you should definitely leave. Why wouldn't we leave before he comes back? Well, because they're about to throw you a feast, my friend. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting very mixed signals here, to be honest. I I see your point, Bubba. I think it might be better for us just to leave. What do you think? I look to Dumplum. Well, it would be rude, and I don't want to be rude. That's a good point. Since when? Manners are very important. Yeah, but Bubba's always... Re- uh, oh, not dang it. That's my name. <laughs> <laughs> but Dumplum's always rude. You got that right. Okay, uh, we'll stay for the feast and try to hightail it out of here quickly. Good, good. We can... Have some more philosophical musings. Sure. What question are you pondering now? Well, <laughs> got him. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lately this problem has been troubling me, and I will tell it to you now. When you reach the end of the world, <laughs> what what happens then? You, certainly you must fall off. Well, of course. There's flat. Everyone knows that. But some people have traveled the world twice over. Are you telling me they just went in a circle? Well, no. You have to get climbing gear, and then you rappel onto the other side of the flat earth. It's where ah. tigers come from, though, so you have to watch out. You can never be too careful on the, the plane of the tigers. Jim Withers always told us, be careful on the plane of the tigers. Never go off the edge of the flat earth, or the tigers will make you sorry, he would say. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ne- never trust a tiger or a fish person. <laughs> or your aunt, or your aunt Beatrice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a door. That one always seemed weirdly specific in hindsight. I don't know. I don't know what he had against Aunt Beatrice personally. I have never heard of this tiger plane. Probably for the best. All They're right, vile so creatures. 
then I won't concern myself with it anymore. And we consider we can consider That's these philosophical, philosophical discussions <laughs> closed. <laughs> and at that philosophy moment, accomplished. <laughs> and at that moment, incredibly conveniently, depending on who you are, the goblins arrive with all of the food. And that day. <laughs> that day, guys, remember to subscribe to our uh, philosophy podcast. Also, they had found the answers, and the universe was solved. <laughs> no, for this philosopher specifically. Podcast over. <laughs> um, now aliens can welcome Earth into the galaxy. <laughs> but yeah, no, sorry. Uh, I guess we should. We should probably introduce ourselves right away. It's better that we we show up in his face than he just finds us, right? I I don't think he's gonna be there, or at the very oh, least, sorry. he's not here yet. Yeah, the the goblins arrive with the food, not the. Not oh, the I misunderstood. Got yeah. it. Got it. Cool, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, and they give uh, Sakurotis a uh, piece of the hook horror, and they lay a bunch of mushrooms, maggot-free mushrooms, in front of you guys my favorite kind of mushrooms uh i'm still gonna smell them uh like un, um but almost not disgusted but like very hesitantly i'm gonna smell them to try to see if they're okay to eat all right roll me a perception with advantage that is a 17 yeah they seem to be perfectly normal mushrooms excellent plus according to google apparently like five percent of elephants diets is bugs because they're just like their mouths are so big. Like, so yeah, it just I'm gonna shout. Happens. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout down in that case because I guess we're we're herbivores <laughs> that eat five percent bugs. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I feel like it just kind of happens, you know. <laughs> oh, and bird eggs—that makes sense. That's why most birds put their nests in trees, unlike on the, the ground. Or maybe they're eating out of the trees. Oh, true. What now, birds? What now? <laughs> <laughs> This is a challenge uh, to all you, bird listeners. Do you <laughs> have any your nest bird eggs? outside of the reach of the elephant's <laughs> Want your eggs to survive. Public service announcement for all birds. Also, in case any egg companies were looking to sponsor us, <laughs> fuck you, egg companies. Peanut companies for life. <laughs> okay. Wow. There goes the chicken people campaign idea. Like, I don't know why you just yeah, alienated you... half of our listeners. That was our second best idea we had. Uh, I mean, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> please sponsor us. <laughs> oh, God. Egg farmers of Canada, please. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I mean, I mean hey, did you have eggs today? Thank a farmer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, enough I of the yolks, guys. Okay. I'm uh, I'm off. Uh, nice to see. Andrew's going to take a lap. Are you Are you kidding me? <laughs> You're like the king of puns. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for me. That's it. Um <laughs> All right. Let's get serious. Okay? These goblin people are serving you mushrooms. And a leg of a dead animal you just killed, okay? This is serious shit. Sack Rotis is mowing down <laughs> the leg of the hook horror you guys killed. When all of a sudden, bursting through the doors on the other side of the warren, comes a massive creature. Roughly, I mean, not massive to you guys, same size as you guys, but it is a, what is commonly referred to in D&D as a bugbear but basically just a really large looking goblin with a massive spiked hammer that it's holding onto. And it looks in the middle of the town square and says, what is this? I think Plomitin would yell out loud, hold on, you started the feast without your king? Very rude indeed. And the goblins all look kind of abashed and they, they look over to their king and you do notice that the, the king is wearing a beautiful helmet like a nice. golden helmet that has uh one of those like you know spartan what's it called like the spine with the brush it's not a brush mm -hmm. but you know what i mean oh fuck yeah i forget what that's called the thing on top yeah yeah like the spartan helmet brush thing 
We got it. The hood ornament, let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's sort of like, <laughs> you have invited strangers into our lair? Oh, come on. We're not that strange. We roll helped persuasion. kill the Oh, yeah. Roll persuasion with advantage as Plumpington adds that little fact. <laughs> that is a... 10? You have killed the hook horror? Why, yes. Why, yes. Hmm. I say as I'm cowering behind Dumplump. To be honest, it gave well, us some problems is, as well. This is a situation I've never encountered before. <laughs> we heard you were having problems with it, so we thought we would do you a service. Yes, it seems you were trying to kill this hook horror for quite some time. Well, you know, it wasn't that long of a time. I could kill it any time I wanted to. I was just messing around. Well, there's good news. Apparently there's another one on the other side. Yes, I've just come back from fighting it. And? Uh, no luck this time. But I but I could kill it if I want if I wanted to. I just decided not to. Why don't we uh why don't we go kill it together? Yes, we'll we'll give you the opportunity to kill it with us in exchange. Uh maybe. You know what they say, king's first. Yeah, king, we will let you have the final blow. Uh I do like that helmet that you're wearing. Oh, this helmet? I, I found it in, in the cave. It's uh, it's rightfully mine, though. Of course. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I was just hoping that maybe in exchange for helping you destroy your, your tribe's, uh, both of your tribe's problems, that maybe we could broker a deal for that. Well, just don't go with just his tribe. I'm whispering in his ear. <laughs> Don't, don't worry about both tribes. It's just this one. Both tribes? What do you mean, both tribes? Have you been talking to those other goblins? Well, of course. We had to pass by their place to get to your settlement so that we could get up to the top of the mountain, which is where we're going. Okay, but you didn't befriend them or anything. You didn't, like, do anything like, you know, promise to see them in the future <laughs> or anything like that. We that's, like to remain neutral. wild. Well, I mean, we didn't promise them to see them in the future, but we'll have to go past them again to get back down. It's true, we'll likely see them on, on the road. And he kind of scratches his head like this level of logic <laughs> has confused the shit out of him. I give the other boys a thumbs and he's up. He's like, uh... I, I, tell him, I tell him the Loxodon word for neutrality and ensure him that it's a beautiful word. <laughs> a great word of our people. We, we celebrate this word often. <laughs> and then I say it also. <laughs> bro, bro. Nice. That was very close to what I did. <laughs> that, was, yeah, that, was I was, that was satisfactory. I was literally <laughs> poised to call you out if it wasn't real close. Yeah, yeah, no, and it was, was pretty that close. Was pretty yeah. on point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, he's sort of like, well, I guess if you. Well, if you didn't make friends with those dickheads, then. And you're going to help me kill this hook horror, then I really can't. Can't see a problem with it. Well then, let's go. And in exchange, my cousin here will get your helm? I mean, look. If you help me kill this hookor, then that will be the last defense before Treasure Mountain. And so I will gladly exchange the helm with you if you allow me to accompany you to the treasure. Yo, I like this guy. I think he's going to be our Banana Republic dictator. He's going um, to be perfect. Yeah, I'm going to go into an EDH, um, the ear dome huddle, with my cuz in. <laughs> I don't know. This guy sounds like he's maybe good for business. I'm thinking that, uh, I don't know. I'm having bad thoughts. You guys should talk me down from this. I'm not meant to think this evilly. It's not evilly. It's opportunistically, is what, what Uncle Jim Withers would always say. I know that's what Jim <laughs> it's would say. business sense, Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> I never had any business sense. <laughs> I just think that... Oh. I don't know if we should. I don't. How cool is this helmet anyway? Like, shouldn't we just be making our way to Treasure Mountain ourselves? Good point. If we let him keep the helmet, then we won't have to give him as large a share of the treasure. 
And maybe something unfortunate could happen to him with the hookor. <laughs> I mean, I did have that thought briefly, but at the same time, we may need a, a strong man to keep our goblin miners in line. And then Plobiton's eyes, like, glaze over as if he's thinking, like, ten years ahead. <laughs> Plobiton, you shouldn't think that hard. <laughs> Plobiton doesn't hear you. He's just, like, he's totally... <laughs> he's in his own world right now, just picturing, like elaborate medieval pulley systems like pulling ore up little shafts pulleys pulleys that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, and I, i'll break out of that that was all in lockdown for the record oh yeah edhs are always in lockdown yeah, yeah. i think we said from now on yeah um I, i'll break out of that and say um well we talked it over uh and you bring up a good point. If that's the only thing between us and Treasure Mountain, I don't think we'll have need for your help. Good, and with that pathetic hook horror gone that I could have killed at any time, I can finally take over that other goblin tribe. Yes. On the other hand, what if you could perhaps, or maybe, maybe we could even help with this if you don't want to talk to those well, uh, other goblins, perhaps, uh, they could pay you gold. Uh, in exchange, they would leave you alone. Wait, they pay you gold and leave you alone? Ah, but you don't kill them. Right, I knew there was a second part of that <laughs> equation. I almost forgot. I don't know. Ex Killing them sounds pretty good. I want to, can I try to make a history check to explain uh, the concept of feudalism <laughs> to him? Absolutely. Perfect. That's <laughs> an 18. <laughs> I mean, Oh, yeah. no, sorry, sorry. It's, it's, uh, it's 21. What am I saying? I rolled an 18. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He He's, like, starting to stroke his chin and be like, I have learned something today that I enjoy. <laughs> All right, we'll we'll talk about it. Let's go kill a hook horror. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> What's his name again? Uh, the, Excuse uh, me, sir. I don't think we've caught your name. Yeah, good call. Good call. My name, my name's Groof. Pleased to meet you, King you Groof, and I bow. King Groof. King Groof. It's short for Groofalo, but you don't need to know that. <laughs> King Mark Groofalo. How did you know? <laughs> he doesn't say. No, that's not his name. <laughs> well, I met King your sister, Janine Groofalo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a damn sister. Is this some sort of joke? <laughs> this cat's on a hot King Groof. <laughs> I hate so much that I'm laughing at that. <laughs> Alright, enough of this shenanigans. I'm a, I'm a serious, serious bugbear. It's time for serious business. Onwards and upwards, my king. And you guys walk out of the cave together, and that is where we're going to end our session. See, guys, diplomacy works cool. sometimes. That's my only bugbear. Yeah. Sometimes. Maybe not this time, we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, but like you can't say that it works before getting the results of the thing. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying these fucking elephant assholes met Sacrotes? Most famous goblin philosopher? They sure did, but I don't know why you're so impressed. Sacrotes is a new age hack that wouldn't know wisdom even if it stuck its dick in his mouth for $27. Wow, what a bargain. Why only $27? Because that's how much he sold his book for, Charlie. As if he wasn't completely aware that Jim Withers' new book had just been priced $28. It was a betrayal not seen since the likes of Brutus, or Benedict Arnold, or goddamn Trotsky. Why are you so defensive about this? Like, who gives a shit about this Jim Withers guy? This isn't about Jim Withers, Bob. This is about Sacrotes shilling for the big peace industry. Oh, shit. Is that like Big Pharma and how you said they're using the vaccines to turn everyone into fish people? 
It's even worse than that, kid. Big Peace is a tyrannical cartel that seeks to control the multiverse by slowing down economic and technological progress through their overarching plot to trick gullible fools into thinking that war is bad. Oh, so actually, war is good. Exactly, Polkadot. Big Peace has sold everyone the lie that war is the reason that tyranny exists. But it's all a cover-up. The truth is that tyranny can only exist through peace, because without war, you don't have warriors. And without warriors, there's no one left to stand up to tyranny. And then next thing you know, you've got the cold, hard, fucking boot of peace coming down on your trunk, demanding your taxes, which you never consented to having stolen from you in the first place, and using them to pay mercenaries funded by state-sponsored theft to put out fires and harass non-legal professionals. Non-legal professionals? Are you implying that firefighters and cops are government-funded mercenaries? You're goddamn right I am, Bob, and these peace-peddling tax collectors are the very tyrants preventing you from forming your own free mercenary companies. They're claiming they're solving a problem, but they're the fucking problem themselves. Well, that hardly seems fair. I think people should be able to choose their own mercenaries, at least in a free society. That's exactly what I told Sacrotes when I went to confront him about his communist plot to undercut my book. Hold on, hold on. Did you just say your book? I thought it was Jim Withers' book. Well, you see, what I, what I meant was... Oh, damn. So you're saying that this Sacrotes guy undercut Jim Withers' book and your book? What an asshole. No, you idiots. I've had enough of your bullshit. This is Jim Withers. This guy has been Jim the whole time. It does not make sense. Jim Withers died. <laughs> exactly. He had a different voice than me. You know, it, 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 it... I can't be Jim Withers, obviously. So, you know, let's get on with it. Where, where was I? Pretending you weren't fucking Jim Withers. Fuck off, Bob. Telling a story. With their forces combined is mixed and mastered by Crying Elephant Productions. Music by Corey Gray.